Desire and Brethren Podcast. I'm Tanner Hoffs. I'm David Short. And our special guest for the second episode in a row, soon to be, never to return. <laughs> <laughs> never. Never. Dan Stewart. <laughs> we, uh, th- this episode, we want to talk about a topic that Dan thought of. Are certain careers unethical? Are, for a Christian... Or, or maybe not even for a Christian, just are some careers objectively unethical? Is there a line? Can we define that line? Uh, or even, it, does it all come down to your motivation within that career? So, Dan, tell us what you thought of when you thought of this topic. Because we'll start with that, and then we might broaden it. Okay. I feel like I have to... Um, before I say anything, <laughs> I have to say that when Tanner emailed me and asked for a second question and I sat down and thought about it, I was actually kind of feverish. Like I was, I must have eaten something bad. So I was a little bit out of it, actually very out of it yesterday. Hallucinating. Um, so if this is a bad question, please forgive me. Um, but anyway, I, all of our best questions come out of fever dreams, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I would be a way to kind of induce ourselves into that in the future. Um, anyway, I, the reason this came to mind is because, uh, on the subject of oil and the environment and things like that, is that one of the interesting phenomena I've seen in recent years is that I feel like um, a lot of Christians have actually been very quick to defend um, the oil industry, the companies that operate um, throughout the country, acquiring oil. Um, And although I understand the argument behind it of, you know, it creates jobs, fuels the economy, all of that. it doesn't take a lot of research to find out that many of these companies, and I'll pick on one of them just for fun, but Shell Oil, as one example, has a very bad track record in developing nations, uh, particularly in Africa. And so I just have found it kind of curious that um, within the Christian community there has been kind of this need to defend what I would consider a pretty unethical corporation. Um, and so, knowing full well that many Christians work for Shell, including my oldest brother, actually, he works for Shell in northern Alberta. Um, is there a line to be drawn? Kind of came to my mind, in my fever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing Dan did not pick on Enron, Nestle, <laughs> or Nike, our, our three main sponsors. Thank you, Enron. <laughs> <laughs> So you're more coming at it from, like, the whole industry that it's kind of, are you saying careers in that industry are tainted by the exploitation of the earth for energy, so all careers we should ask about? Or are you saying the specific careers that are done with the understanding that my specific job is right. exploitative? Not that I'm indirectly 
benefiting from it. Well, I think the, the question can apply to both. Because okay. like, someone in marketing might find that there is value in it where it doesn't conflict with one's faith and one's ethics. But then others might be totally offended by it. And um, I guess my question is, like, for, for Christians working, let's just keep using the shell example, you know, if they are aware of their company doing highly unethical things in Africa and elsewhere, and maybe even working to manipulate how knowledge is made available to the public, um, is there a line to be drawn? Should, should they actually be called out of that workplace? I don't hmm. know. Dave, what do you think? Yeah, um, I think so. <laughs> that's a that's a brilliant statement. Uh, there's obviously there's obviously some careers that would be purely unethical if you're doing something illegal, or I don't know if you decide to take up a career in in something that is purely terrible, like human trafficking or something like that. Yeah. Sure. Um, it's interesting to think about what what your company abroad or above is doing. Like, we talked earlier about uh, sweatshops making clothing. What about yeah. the person that works in a retail store mm-hmm. selling them? Like, and right. It's interesting to think about being part of a larger company that somewhere else is doing something wrong. Whereas, yeah, I don't know what to think about that. Right, because in one sense, like, every company has blood on their hands. Wherever there's a company, there's going to be greed, and wherever there's Mm -hmm. greed, it's going to lead to... But then in another sense, just knowing that in the back of your mind, your paycheck is coming from maybe not the most... Yeah, well-run thing or well, right. like I think of my dad, him saying to me once, and dad has been employed in different ways by the oil industry throughout his life, and he really has asked questions about that, and I don't think he's come to a conclusion, but I've always respected the questions he's asked, and he said once, like when he was a trucker, if it was slow, you know he would start asking, like, boy, you know, it'd be nice if there was an oil spill now. Like, (laughs) oil spills create work, and, like, that's a reality for a lot of people, where they actually, there's a financial benefit to things that they know are not good for society. Mm -hmm. You know, like oil spills. And Dad, you know, has to deal with, okay, why? If I'm in a profession where I start thinking those thoughts... Is that, is that an unethical profession? Like, well, I'm not the one who's the rich CEO who's making that decision, or I'm not the one who's taking it out of the ground. Like, we can always mediate ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, that we're seven steps removed from the unethical act. But I, I don't know how to, the indirect benefit one. I think most people would say, like, well, the rich CEOs or, like, the bankers on Wall Street... They're the bad ones. You know, most people would agree, like, those are really unethical for the decisions they make that deceive the public. But everybody else who benefits from that system, well, they don't have the power to change it. And they need jobs or something like that. 
do you think that argument doesn't hold up to like in the I indirectly benefit thing? Can, sorry, can you rephrase that? I sorry. was chewing over something you'd said like two minutes previous. <laughs> um, no, no, I know. It's just such wise words. It's just, I can't write them all down. It's like the disciples felt around Jesus. I, I feel like... Can Wait, you repeat that? Did you just call yourself Jesus? Wait. I do that often on this podcast. It's a regular feature. Good thing to aspire to. Our podcast is called Desiring Brethren, based on a podcast called Desiring God. So, I mean, we're pretty much in that territory already. Uh, okay, I'll rephrase. Uh those who indirectly benefit, yes. who might put the blame on the higher-ups or the people doing the directly unethical act, who would say, I just need a job, I'm not the one doing it, do you think they're as complicit or do you think they there's a period of grace in the sense that we just all need jobs to feed our families, so, you know, and when we're all involved in industries that are doing something wrong. I mean, you just talked about how lots of biologists, you don't respect the, the tactics they use, blah, blah, blah. You're in some way complicit and benefiting from Greenpeace's manipulation of facts. Sure. Yeah. So, in the sense that everybody is, in some way, yep. is that something where we just give everybody a blank slate and go, you know what, throw up your hands? Well, I'd like to think that wouldn't be our response. Uh, nor do I Why think not? our response. <laughs> Why can't that be our response? I, I, nor do so I think easier. our response should be to all just walk as though we have two hundred pounds hanging from our necks and live in guilt. Um, yeah. I just think that um, again, like this is actually not that different from the conversation we just had. I, it feels like just in many cases these questions are not being asked, and. Where we are ignorant, I, I just think the Holy Spirit, uh, this might sound sacrilegious, but the Holy Spirit has a hard time working through ignorance than it does through awareness. When we are numb and unaware, um, it's very difficult to be convicted. Um, so I think, I think it would be good for us to know a little bit about who we work for. I, I think that's a fair, you know, assignment to give all of us. Uh, to some extent, right? Okay, but I'm going to call you on it. I'm going to okay. call your bluff okay. in the sense that you saying, oh, we should all ask questions. It's like it's like when <laughs> I've heard you say, like, we should all just ask questions about where our stuff comes from. And what you're really saying is when you ask that question, you're going to discover your stuff is coming from terrible places and you'll change. So, like, your questions aren't innocent. They are in the hopes that some people will change because you think they're actually involved in unethical things. Yes, but I'm not saying that, that like, for, like, I'll keep using this oil example. I don't think that every Christian who researches shells should necessarily just all leave. I think that would actually be quite sad because I'd like to think there are Christians at work in that company that are maybe even moving up and maybe even gaining influence on how things are done within the company. Right. Um, I do think this is such a complex issue that it really can't be a, a recipe oh, okay. style. Um, but I'd like to think, and, and when does the Holy Spirit ever work like that? The Holy Spirit convicts us each differently, yeah. <laughs> um, which can frustrate us at times. But I'd like to think that 
there would be at least some change. And I struggle with this as well. Like my job, my degree is in ecological restoration, which like similar to your dad is dependent on there being damage. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So like, so like I am, like I am building habitat for species that have lost habitat elsewhere. But that's like teachers are dependent on not everyone having an education. I mean, like, yeah, teachers but, aren't bad because they benefit it, right? from ignorance. You can spin it. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> so, yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying. Maybe you're not saying this is the conclusion everyone will come to, but if you researched it, maybe you would be a different employee in that organization or a different, you would have different attitudes as an employee. In our, is that what you're kind of saying? It yeah. might change some and sort of... Maybe we'd be a little less quick to defend companies that shouldn't be defended by the Christian community. <laughs> right. Um, and that doesn't mean we wouldn't work within them, but maybe we wouldn't see them as necessarily a... Are you saying my church should not have a sin-crude kids' corner? Because <laughs> that part of our Adventure and Odyssey collection is particularly nice. <laughs> um, but occupation's a funny thing, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Dave? Yes. <laughs> do you feel like specific to I mean we could talk about other occupations I want to but in the the trickiness of the oil industry where everybody kind of knows there's maybe not the best things going on within the industry somewhere and yet a lot of Albertans where I'm from and, and where you are benefit do you yeah. think do you think questions need to be asked do you think the response of some should be to quit that those kind of careers yeah i guess questions definitely have to be asked quitting quitting a job over over a problem with the with the company is probably always a last resort right like you you try and you try and have those conversations with the people in the company specifically and try yeah work within it um, somebody else will just take that job and if you haven't actually asked those questions I I would my my off the cuff answer would be uh, quitting would be a, a limited amount of people that would probably say your probably best bet is to just quit your job because it's unethical um, yeah. yeah Tanner do you have you ever had an ethical dilemma okay I was going to ask what is the most unethical job you've had <laughs> or what job have you done most unethically because <laughs> I'm trying to think there must have been something Dave can you think of anything probably when I worked for a bible camp or... no, oh no. totally yeah absolutely that's honestly my answer now that I think about it probably bible camps and questioning certain things that they do which is not a retreat from bible camp as I do more and more camps, I find that I have more of a voice to say, I don't like this part of it. I don't like this form of evangelization or, or this kind of thing. So by staying within Bible camps and engaging with them, I think I've changed more than just giving up on them. So that's true. How about you? Um, hmm. Yeah, two come to mind. When I graduated from high school, I worked in a warehouse for a year, and it was a distributing warehouse for Mark's work warehouse. Um, 
And many of these boxes of clothing that we received were from developing countries, Southeast Asia, stuff like that. And uh, sometimes you would just get these boxes that, that just showed really <laughs> um, obvious evidence of impoverished workers, <laughs> like um, bare footprints um, all over the boxes, <laughs> or clothing was constantly stolen. So, like, my job for probably six months of that year was to audit our shipments and actually determine how much clothing had been stolen by the workers. <laughs> and so, so is that like Robin Hood, where you like kind of fudge the numbers to no, I the couldn't poor? fudge the numbers, but I, you know, like it did make me ask the question of why? Yeah, <laughs> how come they're not wearing shoes in these factories? Uh, questions like that. So that was one. Um, and I still have a hard time going to Marks because of it. Maybe they've changed. I don't know. But um, and then the second one was I had a really cushy government job for two summers where I was Ugh. getting the minute the the minimum wage for them was twenty seven an hour, and uh, I was literally being hired to remove an invasive plant species, mostly just thistle. And it was the most mundane, useless work ever. And it was a stupid project. And they pay every year for three people to do this for the entire summer. And I, I did it the first year and was like, great money, woo! And then the second year I did it and I just felt terrible after. <laughs> to my stomach. <laughs> I felt like I was robbing the public. So I feel like um, that card counting sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and but in both cases, it can be quite degrading. Like, you go to work and you feel like, oh, totally, you know. So, quick from each of you, I want to hear, do you think what matters more is your motivation within a job? Like, pretty much no jobs are unethical as long as you have the right motivation. Or do you think, no, some jobs are objectively unethical? I think everything in me, when I hear that question, like, screams, like, yes, there's, there's objectivity. <laughs> uh, Let's get rid of the relativism. Yeah, get to objective truth of mankind. Um, hmm. No, I, I do. I do think that there is there is objectively unethical jobs and yeah, I would say there's objective and subjective. Like there are going to be there are the objective ones, right? Well, but what would be an objective? What would be an objective one? Yeah. Um, if I was an arms dealer. Okay. Uh, illegal or legal? Let's just say illegal to make it as simple as possible. <laughs> okay, illegal arms dealer. You know, objective. like uh, Nicolas Cage. In, yeah, uh, that's right. Lord of War, right? Yeah. Like that kind of a thing. Oh, man. Uh, Dave, I watched that. We watched that the night before your wedding. I don't know why. And I remember feeling sick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. just so evil. <laughs> Um, um, that's not a night before your wedding movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. With that response, it has triggered the best game show on earth. Oh, no. Objectively unethical or based on your motivation. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice title. <laughs> okay. Yeah. My real title is it's an audio title. So you got to listen closely. Okay. It's okay. unethical occupations or Unethical occupations? I see, yeah. Huh? That's, that's my good. tone, Dave. That's the key. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you an, op an an occupation, a career, Okay. and you have to say whether you think it's objectively 
something that, that is unethical or that a Christian should not ever, under any circumstance, have that career, or whether it's motivation. And you can give one sentence only, if you'd like, on your reasoning. Okay. Question one. Oh, I have to stop numbering questions because sometimes I edit them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can say first question. First question. <laughs> shark fin harvester. Those people who, they harvest sharks, they cut off the fin for shark fin soup, and then they throw the sharks away. Are you asking me? You're looking at me. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's establish an order here. Dan, you always go first, then Dave. Objectively unethical or motivation? Um, oh my goodness. This is hard. Assu this is assuming that it's, example. Assuming that it's not sustainable, I would say it's objectively unethical. I'm pretty adamant about shark fins. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Yeah, I, I would I would say the same. I'm just going to agree with Dan every time. No, oh, no don't do it. No, That's no, why Dave no, can't no, go second. I, He's I a sheep. He those, follows. Uh, I watched one of those documentaries on it, so I can there you go. I can feel good about my answer. Okay, follow up. Oh. SeaWorld trainer of orcas. Oh goodness! <laughs> <laughs> now that we've got blackfish out there, Dan. Oh my goodness! I don't know the issue well enough. Uh, depends on your motivations for that one. Dave, though that bothers me to say it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to continue with agreeing with him. Uh, I think because I, I don't know enough about it. Yeah, I mean, like the kid from Free Willy becomes a trainer, yeah. and he's like the most uh, ethical, loving person ever. Yeah. I yeah. love the Free Willy movies. So that one, Blackfish, kind of struck home. Yeah. Oh, you want to hear my um, orca? Okay. <laughs> What? How is that? I've been working on that one for years. It's like a Halloween ghoul. Yeah, a little bit. Well, you do your orca. I don't even know what they sound like. Isn't that... Uh, okay. Oh, there, that's, that's their blowhole. That's good. All right. Dave? What? <laughs> all right, all right. Was, was I supposed to... No, no, I'm joking. Okay. Okay. Weapons designer. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't know. That goes just down to the whole pacifism debate. I think I'll be safe and just say, um, depends on your motivation. Dave? Yeah, I feel a lot better about saying this one. Just depends on your motivation. Okay. Executioner. Wait, are you answering? You're not answering these. Yeah, okay. I'm staying out of the emails that are angry. <laughs> I don't know how you can even spend depends on your motivation for an executioner. Really? What would your motivation be? So you think objectively unethical? I think so, because I just don't know how you could spin it in a way where you could say I actually have credible motivation behind what I'm doing. Hmm. Dave? Uh, I'm okay with it. Okay. Yeah. See, that's one I picked because Martin Luther specifically addresses executioners when he's talking about the priesthood of all believers and how all work is holy he talks about how the executioner is doing the work of god in this way instead of just priests are better than everybody else and so i mean i guess you're against martin luther that's fine dan i just i'm surprised yeah <laughs> yeah slightly different time period but yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay 
Pope. <laughs> um, wow. Oh, uh, depends on your motivation. Motivation, yeah, Dave. Yeah, for sure, motivation. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I probably, I just, thought I was just shocked by it. Oh. <laughs> um, paparazzi. Oh my goodness. Uh, I, you know, I'm willing to just step out and say that that's unethical. It's really, objectively unethical. I find it hard to believe you could be a. Aren't they, they? They expose scandals, though, which is like what Greenpeace does. Is that actually what <laughs> they, the they're about? They're about showing the truth where there's been. I thought it was more about like seeing what flavor of ice cream Justin Bieber ate last Friday. What if like paparazzi following some politician uncovered Frank Underwood's devious plan from House of Cards? Sure, you could say the same about stalking. <laughs> Depends on your motivation. Or, or like listening to people's phone conversations or whatever. Oh, I gotta do that one next then. Okay. Dave, uh, paparazzi. Yeah, my gut reaction was like, just why? Like, what on earth are you doing as a paparazzi? So, okay, NSA agent. What? NSA agent. Oh, here we go. Um, well, you're trying to imply that they're listening to phone calls. And well, you just made me think of it. Because I think there's probably roles within NSA that are probably... Okay, phone call listener within the NSA. (laughs) That's a whole issue. Uh, Should get Snowden in here on that one. (laughs) I'll Skype him from Russia. I think that... Sure, I'll I'll be consistent and say that that's objectively unethical. Objectively unethical. Just like the proper... I may as well stick to my guns. Dave? That is a very tough question. Off, like having to give an answer right now, I guess I'd go with unethical, but I'd be open to being convinced otherwise. Okay, good answer. Uh, CEO of Wall Street Banks. Um, I don't know enough about it, but I will say that I must. It must be really hard to remain ethical in that position. So I imagine could be objectively unethical. See, yeah, that's where it's hard, where it's like, there's nothing objectively unethical in being a CEO or of a bank, but in order to achieve that position. That's interesting. Do you think it's motivation or do you think it's objective? I I would be hesitant to write it off completely. Okay. Telemarketers, last one. I I have a huge amount of sympathy for telemarketers, so... Depends Tell on us why, you know. Because oh, they're human beings. The, uh, the CEO <laughs> isn't, but the telemarketer yeah, the isn't. No, they're, they're underpaid, hardworking, in many cases, like immigrants or even in developing nations or whatever. Yeah, but so are lots of people who do illegal crime. There's when, a lot of criminals. But what are the social consequences of telemarketing? As opposed to... They break down families. <laughs> they, they interrupt dinner. <laughs> They're anti-family. You can, you can always just not answer the phone if this bothers you that much. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Dave? Yeah, I don't have any problem with telling You guys are both I mean, wrong. <laughs> They're annoying, but... Awesome. Well, I'm sure we haven't discussed everything about it, but that was fun. Yeah. Let's... I'll make a pact to never be unethical again. <laughs> I did one of those in Bible school. Did you know that? Dave, did you know that? No. I made a pact with Kyle Tomalty that we would stop sitting. It, it was based on a theoretical conversation that as Christians, we actually have the ability to not sin again. 
that that is yeah. part of the work of the Holy Spirit, theoretically. Yeah, theoretically. And therefore, yeah. as Christians, we actually could make that commitment. And then we just, like, it was late at night or something, and we started talking. <laughs> we got to the point where we made packs. And, I mean, I don't know what... How's that gone for you? I mean... <laughs> I think Kyle fell on the bandwagon pretty quick. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, well, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Thank goodness there's grace. Yeah, there you go. But the point is, we don't need it after we're Christians because we don't have to. Okay, whatever. That'll Let's be another night. night. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can definitely. If you have a question about non-ethical occupation, if you want us to judge your profession, we would love to. <laughs> I think that's it for us. I'm Tanner Hoffs. I'm David Short. And I'm Dan Stewart. We're thankful for having you, Dan, even though we put you through the paces. That was fun. We appreciate that. No, it, it was really good to have you, Dan. Well, thanks for having me. It's fun. Okay. Well, see all the rest of you next time. <laughs>